Merry Christmas, first of all. As uh, the readings were being proclaimed both last night and today, I had a question in my mind, and especially last night. The question is, when we come, especially on Christmas or these, some of these days that we, we know the readings probably what we think too well, do, the, do we hear them in a new way, or do we hear them in, yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah, I, I've heard that before. And we forget the power of what we have heard. If you listen closely to the liturgy of the church, time and again she uses, I believe they're adverbs, because they tell when, today is born a Savior. Today. It's not something that happened in the distant past. And yes, we're not celebrating Jesus Christ uh, literally being born this day, uh, on uh, this day of 2022. But he is born for us. And we, we are drawn into that mystery because the God who stands outside of time and space enters time and space. The God who cannot be contained by the universe itself is contained not only in a solar system or a planet or a country or a district or a city, but in a manger. The second person of the Trinity placed in a manger. The God who cannot be contained is held in a manger. This is good news, isn't it? And if it's good news, then we should hear it as it is, year after year. And to, to look at these readings again, Luke chapter 2, by the way, to look at the gospel again and to hear how this is such joy. See, so often we come and we hear the scriptures and we don't allow them to change, but the scriptures, unlike anything else, I know people, and maybe you do too, that will watch the same movie over and over and over again. I'm thinking about 25 years ago, there was a certain movie about a certain ship that uh, was sunk. And I had heard somebody went to, the, to this movie Titanic, this, this epic movie that was, what, three hours long or something like that. And they went like 20 times. And they always saw something new in it. But unlike a good movie, even, even the best movie, the scripture is even more filled with nuance, with meaning, because we are always changed and they, they are God's way of getting our attention, of speaking to us. It's not just that something happened in the past that we commemorate, but something that happened in the past influences, affects us yet today. And so if we hear, or at, at least attempt to hear, this good news with new ears, we will see it. And it takes time, it takes practice, and, and uh, I do have a little homework. I know it's Christmas, I shouldn't be giving homework, but I, I will because it's my job. To sit with this story, again, if you need to read it to remind yourself, we only have a portion of the story today. We hear how Joseph and Mary had to go to Bethlehem to be enrolled. There came time for her to give birth, but there was no room for her, and 
we have translated in, but it was more like an upper room, the guest room of the, of the family home. They were put in the stable, and there she gave birth. And then we hear of shepherds who are out in the fields washing their sheep by night, tending them, and they see and hear a great choir of angels. The angel proclaims to them, Today is born for you a Savior, Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign. Go to Bethlehem and you will see him wrapped in swaddling cloth and laid in a manger. And the shepherds let us go then to Bethlehem to see all that has taken place. See, we are called to be like the shepherds this day. To draw us in using our sacred imagination. Oh, so often we use our imaginations for things that are less sacred, don't we? But we're invited to use our sacred imaginations to imagine ourselves at that nativity scene. To perhaps see the tenderness of the Blessed Mother as she holds her, the Christ child. Perhaps a smile creeping across her face. Because now she held salvation in her hands. Maybe the, the concern of Joseph, of how am I to tend for the God who has become man. Maybe the, the smell of the barn, the hay, the straw, the animal exhaust. To see the shepherds coming with hesitation and joy, both. To hear them tell the story of how they saw angels and heard them. How they were filled with such joy. And they went proclaiming and praising God. We're called to ponder. And this is exactly what the Blessed Mother does. She keeps all these things in her reflecting on them in her heart. That's what we're called to do. If we're having trouble recognizing the gift that we have received, it's probably because we haven't allowed Mary to give us a, that example to ponder this gift. Ponder the gift as already said, that cannot be contained by the whole universe is in a Christ child contained in the manger. But not only that, and part of the reason the church can say this day this child is born for us is that it's not just in the past, but Christ is present to us today, will be present to us in this Eucharist. To consider this, Bethlehem means house of bread, by the way. The Son of God, the Lamb of God, is put in a feed trough where lambs are supposed to eat out of. He becomes bread for us. What looks like bread, what looks like wine, has all the qualities of bread and wine, is not. It's transformed by God's grace. It is Jesus Christ. The same Christ who was present, contained in that manger some 2,000 years ago is the same Christ who will be placed on this altar shortly. The same Christ who will be offered to you. The same Christ that you, God willing, will say with all sincerity, all belief, amen to the body of Christ. The same Christ, the same one who was born for us, is present. In this year of Eucharistic revival, the bishop's inviting us to, to enter into this revival. This is what we celebrate. The Eucharist given to us is Christ. 
not a mere symbol, not something that just is nice to do if we can, but as Catholics, something we must do because this is how we know Christ is present to us. Oh, he's present because, again, he's outside of time and space. But he makes himself present ever so smaller, ever so tiny, ever so sometimes unrecognizable. Just as the shepherds recognized him in the manger because the angels told them what to look for, the church has pointed us time and again to see Christ in the Eucharist. It's time for us to ponder anew this good news that Christ does not abandon us, but fills us with his hope, with his presence. This is good news. And so let us hear it with new ears, receive it with a new mind, knowing that in this Eucharist, the same Christ who was born 2,000 years is present to us, giving himself to us, loving us, helping us.